Bacon, no bacon, no bacon, no bacon, bacon no, no bacon. Podcast. Bacon, no bacon, Derek Segay, Abdul Butt, here we are. Another bacon, episode. No bacon, no bacon, no bacon. How's it going, buddy? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. <laughs> Having a wild time over here. And beautiful, How's the weather? sunny Florida. In Pompano. Pompano Beach. How you doing over there in Montreal? It's getting warm over there, It's been raining here. It's been raining here for a few days. Like, a lot of the snow is melting. We had a fucking ridiculous amount of snow, and now it's going away. Can't get a reasonable winter anymore. No. How's the weather there? Beautiful. And apparently the uh, toxic cloud, whatever, is making its way through Maine and toward New Brunswick instead of going south to you guys. Oh, man. See, we're looking up. Looking up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like New Brunswick needed anything else to uh, yeah, seriously. screw up their Did air, you hear about that, though, the train derailment that spilled yeah. all those chemicals? Yeah, I saw it the other day. It's pretty uh, pretty intense. It's Every day that goes by, like I, I, I'm, I, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist, but every day that's go by, I'm like, there must be some, like, you know, whatever the... Yeah, the, the Rothschilds or whatever those called the Rockefellers must be controlling more than we know because how do you have a toxic waste spill and then the scientists are decide that the best oh the best way to clean it up is set fire to it like well, we're not even allowed to burn a styrofoam container see and, yeah but they're gonna you burn a very good point eight train cars full of toxic chemicals. No problem. Like that can't be the best the way. Atmosphere. Maybe that was the most cost-efficient way, but that, uh, couldn't have been the best thing to do. It's definitely the most cost-efficient, is I think why they go with what they do all the time, a lot of times, and which is why it's quite frustrating and annoying, because you and I have to go the extra, you know, we've got to go the extra length to make sure we're doing right and we're doing yeah, good. Yeah, separate our garbage between garbage and yeah. compost and recycling, SC, and yeah. now we're just going to burn. when it gets in, they just throw it all into the garbage anyways. <laughs> 18 million gallons like, of what do we... cancer juice. I said that to a guy here because I was like, I find like recycling isn't a big thing in Florida. No. And I was like, uh, I noticed you guys don't recycle too much. And he was like, honestly, buddy, does it even go to the recycling? And I was like, you make a good point. You make a good point. You make a good point. <laughs> like, after we've heard all these news stories of, like, recycling from Canada and the U.S. going to, like, sitting, Malaysia yeah, sitting and ending up in a landfill somewhere in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, what are we wasting our time here? Let's just go straight to the garbage. Let's just throw it right out. Seems like a very, uh, yeah, it's a, it's strange. But, yeah, these conspiracy, I heard, the conspiracy theory I heard over this derailment is sabotage again right where there's a there's a big war going on there's a lot of Mm. things like power grids have been knocked out and you know hacking a lot of hacking going on somebody sabotaged the track scary world it's a scary world man i haven't heard this one i'm sure it's out there already but i'm sure somebody will come up with it that those rail cars were actually filled with that weather controlling chemical that they put oh in chemtrails and when you burn it so now it's making oh a grid God, we're of... getting deep <laughs> all right what I don't else know. do you think i don't, it could I don't be think with? that i'm just saying I'm, i anticipate that possibly coming somewhere we could hey man anything's possible 
It could be changing. You think the weather balloon had something to do with the derailment? You think the Chinese spy balloon? That's sent the thing. A we get so much. There's so much news now <laughs> that people will start to fucking try to connect all these dots. Yeah. And now, didn't the news say that there's like four UFOs that have been knocked out of the air in the last week? Well, it's funny. Starting with the balloon. So now it's been identified as a a spy balloon. But was it? Was it maybe? It looked a lot like a weather balloon to me. But Hey, man. Maybe the Goodyear blimp's collecting data. Who knows? Maybe these are all things we're not uh, paying attention to. But I... I, (laughs) I did see uh, they interviewed I think on PBS they interviewed a guy who is in the business of selling these balloons, and he's like, "There's so many of them out there." He's like, "I sell these all the time. Like it's yeah. it's a common thing. The only reason why now they're noticing a bunch is because they're looking for low speed objects, you know, slow speed objects that are flying in the in the air now. So that's well, why they're you, picking them up. Me? But he's like, "They've been going around for a long time." When I was in Alert. Uh, I got to launch a weather balloon, and wow. uh, and they explained to me that this it happens twice a day, every day, at like hundreds of locations around the world, and it's what they use to make those you know those meteorological maps that show weather patterns moving and stuff. Right, oh, it's like all these weather balloons yeah, go like up, the and it creates the little it creates a grid around the globe, and so they all connect like you know hmm. basically like. Um, What's that called? Diaporama or, or uh, no? Uh, you know when you, you you take your camera and you click it and then you go like that with panorama. it. Panorama. It makes panorama. Yeah. Right. So it's like a like our surround or you know like in the Matrix, whatever the, he'll be here and he'll do that and then the camera will seemingly go three sixty yeah. around him all in the same moment. Yeah, panoramic view. It's similar to that in that the all these weather like the hundreds of weather balloons that are up there are all sent off in the location so that it covers basically the whole globe it has a view of the whole globe at one time making it so that they can have a complete global weather this makes sense analysis um, but that's twice it's that same kind of balloon with little pieces of equipment which is it is surveillance equipment but it's supposed to be weather surveilling equipment mm-hmm. uh, and they send those up one, twice a day every day from everywhere around the world at a precise time. So that's a lot of, balloons but I can't imagine that the media wouldn't say, Oh no, that was just a weather balloon that happened to float over land. Dude. I don't know. They're looking for everything. Cause right now they're fighting each other. Right. So they're looking, they need, I mean, they need us to be scared of China. Otherwise, yeah, if they so get into a big war? war with them, we're not going to be on their side. We need to all be afraid of China so that when they do, you know, any war does break out, or I mean, more than it already is. Yeah. Then we'd be like, "Oh yeah, get them. We're we're scared. You need to protect us." But that's it. Is it the is it the war machine that's manipulating the media and yeah, therefore I mean, trying to manipulate the, the way media is, man? we I think? Mean, it's it's you know, especially state government funded media is like, of course. What does your government do at the end of the day? It's got its own interests and it's going to push its own narrative to. It's a company. It's like PR, right? You know, when it's a company goes, though. someone something happens, a scandal at a company, the PR team comes out, and they're like, "This is how we're going to direct the the narrative news of yeah. everything." You know, it's terrifying, terrifying. And mm. again, we've started off the comedy podcast not hilariously. <laughs> hey, man, this is all funny, man. We got a weather balloon <laughs> that uh, everyone's freaking out about. This is all hilarious to me. But that's this it. Is what I, I mean, this to me, I, exactly. It's like, but if it was a weather balloon, wouldn't they have already said 
no, no, we looked at it, we shot it down, and then we went to pick it up, and it turns out it's just a weather balloon. Maybe they're not admitting it, because when I was launching it, they explained to me that if you ever find the weather balloon and you tamper with it or keep it, it's like a federal crime in right. every jurisdiction on the planet, because it's part of this global Network partnership or whatever. When you find it, there's a number on it. You're supposed to call and say, hey, this thing landed in my pool wow. or whatever. They say that 95% of them end up landing in the ocean. Just the, the nature of uh, the aeronautics of a balloon. Right. When it's that high up, the wind system will have it, you know, and then uh, when the meteor meteorological pressure is such that the thing starts to fall, it generally will fall over water because the whatever... That's, that's Everybody just loves the ocean. Uh, plus, it covers yeah, it covers seventy percent of the planet, so right. it's logical that at least seventy percent would fall in the ocean. Right. But uh, so maybe because they because the U.S. shot it with fucking I don't know missile out of the sky, then they fucking they went and recuperated it on the ground, and it says tampering with this is punishable by law. They were probably <laughs> you know, I don't know. They were like, um. It's China. Fucking blame on China. <laughs> we saved oh, the day. Man. We didn't tamper with the fucking weather. Well, I love balloon. how they called it a spy balloon. And then they kept repeating it on the news. They're like, this Chinese spy balloon. You're like, ooh, I wonder, do they have any other party favors that they're using to spy with? Maybe there's a spy yeah. kazoo or a spy pinata. Yeah, because like this unmanned <laughs> spy balloon... Wouldn't it be balloon. more efficient to actually put a spy in a hot air balloon? Right. And well, just have them float around, you know, bring like, a picnic uh, up there and you can be up there for two weeks if you want and just right. take pictures of actual interesting things. So you're not just randomly scanning everything. <laughs> I was thinking of like the way they put it in my head in the news, like they were like, it's a Chinese spy balloon the size of three buses. And I was like, just pictured like you know those those tourist buses where it's like just filled with people from China and they <laughs> with got their the Nikon open top cameras. with the open yeah, the open top. They're just all in a spy balloon <laughs> taking pictures of Montana. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy. There's a guy at the front. Below us, you'll see uh, Yosemite Park. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just they kind of come down a little bit so they can head over to like a an outlet a shopping outlet they all pick up <laughs> shoes and clothes for cheap and they piles out away again <laughs> one piles out i think we have the secret to american democracy it's half price nikes <laughs> oh man the world we're living in is just insane, uh, man. It's like everything going on is just crazy. It just doesn't stop. There's always one thing crazier after the other. The spy Sad. balloon. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff I've been watching on that. Did you uh, Did you watch the Super Bowl? I didn't watch the Super Bowl, man. Get I didn't even out. watch. I didn't even get highlights. I don't know. It didn't even pop in my, re my like. I feel like YouTube just is like your algorithm. Do you know, my do algorithm you know who won the Super Bowl? Off. I don't. I usually watch the Super Bowl, but I yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't watch it. Do you even know who won? Kansas City won, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, this I know. It was a very good game until the last two minutes, where it was kind of like, oh, this is how we're going to do it, right? So and it could have been <laughs> great because it was tied. <laughs> it was tied right until the end. It was tied oh, at the wow. in the last okay. second. It was it was tied game and a high scoring game. I think it was thirty three thirty three or thirty thirty four or something. Anyway, okay. and so the the you know Kansas City just ran out the clock, and on the last play of the game, kicked a field goal and that the game was over. 
So wow. it was like the other team never really had a chance to, you know. But so now, did you well coached game. win or lose your bets? I uh, came out ahead a few hundred dollars, uh, so I lost some. That's but good. I, At least you're ahead. Yeah, I came up. I came out like six hundred dollars ahead. Yeah, because you usually do like uh, twenty-seven. I didn't do. Bets. I didn't go crazy this year. I didn't. I'm Once, trying like, to not. A guy I'm, loses a shoe in the third quarter. Uh, right, right. <laughs> you always got I like some even, weird. <laughs> I tried to bet the coin toss, but I couldn't find it in the, the betting <laughs> app. That's great. The and coin it's funny. Toss. So, like, I've I'm I'm really trying to not to have uh, shaken my gambling addiction. I have a gambling problem. I'm I'm ready to admit it. But uh, so I've been cu- trying to make it that I only bet on sports, and specifically, I only bet on football because it's the only sport I really watch. Yeah. <clears throat> Something in my gambling mind, though. After the Super Bowl, I was like, subconsciously, I believe, uh, my my brain was like, well, that's the last gambling you're going to do until September. And so the very next day, Monday, I went on to, I had a little, like $100 left in my account for this betting site. It's a sports betting site, but they also have a casino in the same betting site. So I said, oh, I'll just play a little bit. I'll just play with my $100 that I have left. And then I ended up, I literally, Abdul, I felt like when you fall off the wagon, like I guess as an alcoholic, when you fall off, you fucking go on a three-day bender or whatever. Mm -hmm. I played fucking online slot machine, video poker, all the things, 24 hours straight. God My kids were like upset and worried about me because I'm just like, motherfucker, this can't be. Yeah, I've seen I lost this. a bunch of money and I'm fucking, I feel so much shame about it. It's ruined the last few days of my life. I thought I ended up, the next day I, I felt like I had a stomach flu. I was like gagging and like in the bathroom every 10 minutes. I have a fucking cold sore on my lip. Like I'd worked myself so oh. much up into a frenzy that right, the all stress. the stress, stress symptoms came out. My, my wow. skin's dry. Like just, it's. And, okay, well, and, first step is admitting you've got a problem. That's a good thing, yeah. man. Yeah. So I, have, I so, feel so ashamed that I've been doing so well for so long that I'm like, fucking, it seems like at least once a year I fall off the wagon and. Yeah, it's a real problem. Ugh. So yeah. how you, what are you going to do, man? What's your steps to fix this? How are we going to. Like I do every time. I'm just, you idiot. Don't ever play ever, <laughs> ever, never. You can't play just a little bit. You're not that guy. You just can't. Oh, I'll just you, pass it a few minutes. While I'm waiting for the podcast yeah, to start, oh, you, make a few spins. You, on, no, I'm not that in, guy. Yeah. I would cancel the podcast. I would fucking have you killed to not have to do the podcast because I need to fucking bat, 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 right. bat, like a fucking loser. Ugh, so, so ashamed of myself. Is there something you could do myself. for that? Like, a, do you talk to talk to someone? Do you join a group? There is a Gamblers Anonymous. I mean, yeah. I'm, and I think it's great that those things exist. As a matter of fact, my uncle, who I've been helping out. I know he has a gambling addiction, and I've been trying to talk him through it, and I recommended that he do something like that. Um, I, I, I like to. I guess I keep fooling myself, saying, "No, no, you're mentally strong enough to take to stop this on your own." Uh, and then, you know, eleven you, months later, I fucking going to going to like meetings with your uncle. Why don't you guys like team up together and help each <laughs> other get through this? It's not a terrible idea. But yeah, you I'm guys should do it, man. You should get together and uh, hope you get. He's in bond. Ottawa. He lives in. He lives in Ottawa. He lives in Ottawa. Okay, but maybe you guys make a pact where you 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 kind of go. You don't do it. I don't do it. He, and then he yeah. falls off, and you're like, ah, fuck it. 
<laughs> he, that's the thing. He sent me an email yesterday, and he does this often. He's just like, uh, hey, Derek, how's it going? Uncle Sean. And I was tempted to be like, actually, Uncle Sean, I mean, uh, to show you how much I, I sympathize with what you struggle with, I fell off the wagon yesterday, and, and I wrote all that, and then I was like, delete that. Like, what if that? What if me saying that to him makes him want to like, oh, my God, the universe took all Derek's money. Maybe the universe will give it to me or, you know, like oh gambler mentality. Yeah, that's the gambling So I didn't even want to, I don't even, I don't even want to say the word saying. gambling to him for to, for fear that it, if it could be the declash art. It's of, a real sickness, yeah. It's a real, and like it's, it's so a unrelatable. Real... I understand how unrelatable it is. Even like my my daughter, once it was over, like I neglected my family for full twenty four hours. But yesterday, Jamie was like, "It was so weird, Dad. I'm looking at you, and I'm like, it doesn't look fun. It does. It's like yeah. it's money. Who wants to throw away money? I mean, well, buddy, I keep. Yes, this... you're doing okay, but who wants to just throw away money? And I'm like, I know, yeah. Jamie, it makes no sense. And she is... insightfully said, like. It's like when you see a heroin addict or a meth a meth addict, the erratic, weird, zombie-like behavior that you see. People, you know, we as not junkies look at that and we're like, "How is? How are you addicted to that? That looks so yeah, not fun." Doesn't take much. So I know that the gambling addiction is not relatable for most people. Like just throwing money away into the sky for no like it's like flushing money down the toilet. Who would do that? Why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm. A, it's a sickness, and I'm. Even when I say that, it's a sickness. It seems like such a cop-out. It's just, yeah, I'm a weak-minded person. It Some, is. Sometimes it really I have is. these like anything, moments of weakness. Anything that you're addicted to, you're smoking yeah. or drinking or anything that you can't stop doing and you have, like, very little willpower over. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because I feel like I have strong willpower for most things. Yeah. Not that. Yeah, because everyone's got that crutch, right? There's always something that you got to kind of balance. I'm at an age, too, where I really do have to start thinking about my future, you know, like, <laughs> without getting into numbers, and nobody needs to know how much I did, but let's say it's a significant I mean, now, amount Derek, of money. I think at this point, just fuck it, man. You, if you haven't stopped thinking <laughs> yeah, about your yeah. future already. Well, that's it. I'm at the crossroads right now. I'm like, do I try to plan for being an elderly person? <laughs> so, like, I've got this, this book I bought. Oh, cool. That people say that it's, like, the best, the best quit smoking aid tool whatever that there is good man I'm proud uh, so of you. i've got that in case i plan on getting old but now that now that i've just gambled away you know whatever disposable income i had i'm yeah. like well fuck maybe i can't afford to get old so maybe i'll just uh, I'll, so I, <laughs> I why i even grabbed this book to show you because i was looking at it and i had a carton of cigarettes on this book <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, that is a fucking life choice is sitting there <laughs> on the a counter. Using cigarettes as a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I do? Do I, you know, and keep smoking so that I don't have to worry about a retirement? Or do I read this book and try to actually No, dude, smoking, you take the healthy? money that you spend on cigarettes and you put it towards your retirement. That's a lot of money you probably spend a year. It is. When you do the math on a yearly yeah. basis... But I mean, if you yeah. even if you do the math on gas, you're like, holy shit! I spend whatever, you know, yeah, whatever. It yeah, is. but I don't smoking, know. dude, gas. At least it's doing. So you're getting somewhere. You got to go places. You're working. You're making yeah. money while you're going. You're traveling. But cigarettes, cigarettes and lottery, do people anything. would be very, people would be very shocked to. 
So I mean, well, again, I you also drive a Range Rover. So this is a V8 Range Rover, might I add. So yes, yeah. again, if you downsize on your car and you're smoking, you got a retirement plan. So yeah, set here's up the thing. Already. So I mean, I should be buying Ultramar uh, stock options, stock stock, <laughs> because yeah. I buy all my cigarettes at Ultramar, all my gas at Ultramar, because they have this little points program. So all my cigarettes, all my lottery, all my gas, and a lot of my beer at Ultramar. Like, literally, I go in Ultramar and I see people that are annoyed behind me because I have so many lottery tickets that I'm doing and checking. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is taking all day. And then the lady tells me my total, and it's, okay, that'll be $640 at Ultramar. I'm at a dipanar, see, and I, I didn't wow, even get gas. Dude. So people wow. are like, well, I guess they're not going to tell him to get lost. You know, like they're not wow, going to kick him dude, out of the line. That's crazy. You spend that much money on smokes and what? On lottery tickets? Yeah. Cigarettes are. No uh, gas. No gas. Sometimes, no. God cigarettes are $130 for a carton. Man, we got to get like a, an economist on here or something. I hope you fucking manage your, your funds. Yeah. This is terrible. Man, 600 bucks. Yeah, just quit smoking and gambling. You'll fucking have a retirement. You'll be retired in five years. <laughs> what are you doing? You, you know it's me, insane. though. I would find a, an equally ridiculous and reckless way of spending that money. Well, so. don't not. You know what? If you didn't have, if you if you weren't in a position where you could spend it, you wouldn't. So if you right. remove yourself... From I'd these situations, canceled. I'd have to get canceled, so I have no revenue to spend that. No, that's see, that's a gambler way of thinking. Is like you need to lose <laughs> it all for you to think that you're, you know, to to realize you don't. You need to just like start now and just and and move forward. Go, you're at a good position. Be, why go to rock bottom before climbing your way out? I know. I've often asked myself that. Why do I have to do that every fucking time? <laughs> 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 so much time spent at the rock bottom I swear to god if you go to my rock bottom you'll see that there's you know like those lines when you're in jail that you put on the wall fuck there's like 700 <laughs> of those little fucking I'm, I'm here again tabarnak rock bottom <laughs> oh man <laughs> but Dude, I, yeah. to be clear too I feel like I need to clarify I don't spend $640 a week right, on right. lottery but there before are my surgery before my surgery there's no, I don't do lottery, Super Bowl. There's no Super Bowl lottery. <laughs> no, there's no measles. The lottery sure. tickets, though, but I, who, You call a guy who will break your kneecaps. That's what you do? He, you call one of yeah. those shady guys? No, no, no. For the lottery tickets, though, I, because I was traveling a lot in January, and then I knew as soon as I got back from traveling uh, that I had the surgery, so I might forget. So I got, like, instead of just buying a week's worth of lottery tickets, I bought, uh, like, six weeks worth of, or four and a half weeks worth of lottery tickets on one ticket. Wow. You know, so that's why it was so expensive. Otherwise, it's about, I think it's $200 a week. $200, okay. Yeah. So $200 plus, a week. Plus the $135 for the cigarettes. So yeah, it's like cigarettes. a Cigarettes, so $335 a week. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking money, buddy. Yeah. Sometimes I win 12, money, though. 12 about $1,300. Thirteen fifty, something like that. Oh, oh dude, I'm, uh, fuck! Imagine a month you put that. That's like some people's rent. Yeah, you spend that on fucking gambling and cigarettes. That's <laughs> a lot of money, way, man. Really, 
Dude, that's a fuck. Quit it, man. You got tw- you got over twelve G's a, a year in the savings. You throw that in a in a high interest account. You keep piling it in. You'll be all right. Hmm. You retire in a couple of years. Ten no, years. Even you're down, even you're done. with these even with these bad habits, I don't know if I've told you this before, but my house will be paid for. Even if I don't put any extra money on it, it'll be paid for by April twenty twenty four. All right. Right? That's pretty great. Well, that's no good. M- mortgage payment? Until you gamble your house away. <laughs> Let you, it uh, ride. Until you get, yeah, right. You the get dolphins are taking it all machines. this year. <laughs> <laughs> you just spend fucking 365 days at the casino playing the penny slots. <laughs> and you lose all of your mortgage. Dude, you got to stop now. Yeah, you're, you're, hopefully you're, I'm you know, done you're not, you're not in a bad spot. You got to get out of there, though. You got to, like, drop it. Hopefully I'm done with the gambling. Hopefully I don't have another relapse. But you know, it was one day. I don't. I don't get how you can't because like you're the addiction is like winning, right? So like if you imagine, like I don't see how that's the thing. You would think it's that it's the losing. I'm a. It's fucking weird. But it's the it's the uh, anticipation, the the wanting to win even though you're losing. So there, there comes some point when you're, I'm so frustrated gambling that I'm like, oh yeah, fucking go ahead then. Oh, you piece of shit. You won't let me win. Good. I'm going to fucking go all the way down to zero. Take all the money. Go ahead. You take God it. Because at a certain point, a logical, reasonable person without this addiction would be like, all right, let's cut my losses, which I could have done. That's an, another reason I was so ashamed. At like the, fuck, what was it? The uh, 15 hour mark, I had gotten back up to within $200 of what I had put in. I should have just punched out, see, whatever life lesson. I spent 16 hours doing this stupid thing and I only lost $200. It could have been worse. Man, I am so no, not I played a it all the way down to zero, dude. Well, I'm not a gambler. I'm a gambler in life decisions, not like I don't throw money into a machine. I'll be I like, know, I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> without like, a bulletproof vest. Yeah, right. I, I like to live on the edge in that aspect. Or like I go, I got a whole career in another place, but I'm going to start it all over where it's nice and sunny. Um, that's how I gamble. And yeah. and, and I, I mean, at least I get the, the nice weather out of it. Yeah, that's at least the, that, the nice yeah. part. Oh, I'm coming to see you eh? in uh, two weeks. I'm coming to see you. When are you coming? You're, did you get your ticket? Mm-hmm. Okay, we didn't. Uh, you didn't tell me anything. Didn't tell March first to March March eighth. Okay, are you staying here the, at all? Are you going? No, you? no, no. Well, I'll come and see you. you but uh, no, I know uh, Bilal's going to be there and stuff. So, but uh, we'll, you know, maybe we'll, maybe I'll wait till he's there and we can all go do something together or something. Yeah, he's coming in. I think I can't remember the day. The third. Exactly, I think you told me the third. You guys are coming like halfway. I think you could have came like a few days and then he was coming yeah. in. Yeah, uh, I just got a I got a place in Miami. So yeah, if oh, you want, maybe you guys could okay. come see me. You guys could yeah. come to see me, and we could go to the beach in Miami. It's really nice there. Yeah, I'll come have see dinner you in Miami, across man. the street from uh, Versace's house or something. That'd be fun. We're supposed to be going to a basketball game, I think, on the eighth or the seventh. The Heat. Yeah, we're going to see the Heat and the Cavaliers. Sweet. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, my brother wanted to go see a game, so I was like, "All right, let's do it. We'll go down Very to Miami, cool. show them all the hot spots." Or you maybe see the Panthers play too. What's that? You're, you're more of a you're more of a hockey guy, aren't you? I like no, I like basketball. I I just don't watch oh, okay. sports. Like I love playing sports. I used to watch it when I was a kid, but now I just it's a business. I don't care right. anymore, man. It's just yeah. a business. 
It's not like a it doesn't mean anything. It's not like, oh my god, they're gonna win the championship. It's a business. They're I feel making you. ad revenues and That's not the Canada Day had though there during COVID. That was pretty exciting. It that, was definitely I think that's exciting. the last time yeah, I watched a full hockey game was that was was that year. I it was very any cool. Hockey. We had nothing to live for, right? We were all locked up, so that was fun. And we, and our team did not, on paper, did not look like a Stanley Cup run team. And somehow right. we did it. And the, like the stars aligned for this system, like these young kids that now didn't have the pressure of 25,000 people yelling at them. They're just that's out there playing for think, an empty thing. And they're like, I think got that's what to lose. did it. I think, yeah. I think, honestly, you take out the Habs fans from the arena, you know, from that. I think the team will do great. I think the people are so fucking annoying. I don't know how you like you listen to sports radio, man. And I, I'm friends with all these sports radio guys. I know them, but I can't do it, man. I'm like, you're yeah. grown adults talking about fucking kids playing a game with, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, it's for funny. Fuck's I don't, sakes. Oh, they didn't you think? pass the puck the way you liked it. And they'll go on for an hour and people call in or like, yeah, fuck, you didn't pass it the way I like it. You're like, get yeah. a fucking life, man. Like, you would Jesus think I, I'm on that. I'm on TSN a fair amount. In fact, they t every time I go, they tell me no one else, no one has been on this show more than me, including right. fucking athletes. It's sports radio. Why am I? <laughs> but uh, yesterday, apparently, they they talked about me on the air, and yeah. Mitch Melnick even said, like, oh, I assume Derek's listening. He's a he's an avid listener, and I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's Chad's mom had to call me and tell me, hey, did you hear your name on the radio? I'm like, no, I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> what the fuck? That's funny. Yeah, no, in we, the car. Uh, I, listen, I listen a little bit to, like, every year, and, like, I'll pop in and I hear what they're saying, and I, I don't know, man. I just well, can't. And so, it's just a game. Yeah. It's a business. It's like, you know. To, to reiterate my thing, I, I, when I do listen, uh, I, I, I honestly, Mitch is my friend, but I, he's also one of the few really fantastic broadcasters left in yeah, the country. Really good. He's a phenomenal broadcaster that and he he even gets it. I'm on a sports radio station, but you can only fucking talk about sports so right. much before it's like what the fuck are we doing here? So he'll talk yeah. about important things. He'll talk about yeah. the, the current events and news and shows and comedy and music and so he's he's a really fantastic broadcaster and he's a really really good guy too, so Yeah, to be definitely. to be clear, I just don't listen to the radio as much as he probably thinks I do. <laughs> right, and I think it's probably good for your health, man. I don't know why people listen so much to these things, like sports radio, especially. They get so heavily involved. Like, man, I just well, remember like, being I, a kid and like. I went to that like, Buffalo Bills game. Like, talk about a group of people that are invested right. in their fucking sports team. Tabarnak, these people yeah. are—they live yeah, and breathe. Like you know, you saying that. Imagine if you didn't spend this. There's people that spend ninety percent of their disposable income on this football experience. Well, that's how I could see how much of a. It's just really business, and in the states, you really see it. Like in Montreal, they have a good way of marketing the team as it's part of the culture and the the history of the city, so you feel like you're a part of something. Yeah. In America, it's just like, get your fucking, you know, your uniform, and then we got the newest uniform, and a different color uniform, and now we've got this yeah. special edition you got to buy. And, like, Montreal yeah. is, is really kept that. But, again, it still sucks you in and makes you feel like, we I'm not a too, Montreal, or if I'm not a... I think it was look, Mitch Melnick. I got a Habs hat on right now, man. Like, I think I it was watch, Mitch Melnick. I like the Habs. Have you I seen like that hockey, baby blue? The baby blue uniforms that the, the Habs wear sometimes? Yeah, right. Like, How, talk about a like, special edition? I think it was yeah. Mitch that said, oh, great, we're playing in our PJs tonight. That's fucking great. 
Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's just these are the things that I can't jump on board with. I go, there's so many other problems in the world and things that we should be focusing on and spending so much money on, like, like again, you go to the games and like the price of tickets is like, come on, man! Like it, you, it's supposed and to beer. be for kids who enjoy. You know, it gives the kids something to look for. Now it's like for rich people to go watch a game and bitch about things. They're like, it's for kids. Let's There's fucking so be honest. Much money. Give them their heroes. They feel cool. It gives them, you know, encouragement to try harder in life and work harder and be just like their heroes. But then you get to a certain age, you go, all right, fuck. They're starting to become younger than me. Yeah. I should aspire to do more than fucking watch them enjoy their life, you yeah. know, follow their dreams. And I'm fucking working at, at fucking Ultramar selling this asshole fucking $600 worth of lottery <laughs> tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the yeah. NFL certainly is. It's a, it's a micro economy, right? Like every oh, yeah, city that has a team. There's like a yeah, yeah. billion dollars exchanging hands every Sunday. It's it's, it's wild, man. The money involved. Eighteen dollars U.S. for a beer, like a, a oh, king yeah. can, but still eighteen dollars. <laughs> like because like beer is really cheap in can, the states, but still, yeah, <laughs> like that it's was like a double good the deal, size of a, almost. a regular beer. But like you can buy a case of twenty four in the states for fifteen dollars, but in the Not fucking anymore, stadium, yeah, it's, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't. It's it's just. It's all a racket, man. It's just a lot of money that's being spent. It's funny that you said that we we're talking about gambling. I just did an audition for a gambling commercial yesterday. I went down to Miami what's, to what, do an what's audition. That also, I was like, this is right up Derek's alley. Suddenly, in the last couple of years, every second commercial is some online casino or Dude, betting it's site. A huge business, man. Holy it's ridiculous. Shit. It's just, yeah, and that's the other thing, too. I, 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 it makes me wonder because you couldn't, like, especially in Canada, the government of Canada always, like, censors, like, especially, like, cigarettes you can't have ads for and Booze, things like that. It's yeah. like, why the fuck is gambling just, like, sliding under the radar? Nobody's saying anything. Well, in Canada, uh, most gambling is, uh, most legal gambling is, is uh, state-owned. It's, uh, but they're not allowed province. to advertise it, even are they? Or I guess they have Lotto. They do now, yeah, Lotto commercials, and uh, but they now because more and more, there's like but you're not allowed to advertise sites. cigarettes. You're no. not allowed to promote beer at like festivals. Like you can't, like they can't sponsor festivals. Can't sponsor anymore. That's right. Yeah, remember Molson like, used to be the uh, used to be the Molson Grand Prix. And they're not yeah. allowed to do that anymore. And they used to have like the Budweiser Rock Fest or whatever, like the Shome yeah. Budweiser concerts and all that yeah. stuff stopped because the government put a stop to it. And then even with weed, like with weed, uh, I think the year we were in Moncton together doing the festival, that's why I was like, oh, you guys are, you guys are like sponsoring the festival. Like, no, 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 we're no, not sponsoring. We're not it. allowed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. just friends. We're friends of the festival here. Yeah. On what weed is. We're friends it's of like, the really? festival. like, <laughs> really? We're fucking... Yeah. You could gamble all your life savings away, no problem, commercials and all. You smoke a joint and mellow out, and you're like, whoa, whoa, we got to watch yeah. out here. We can't Easy. get people... We can't get people too relaxed in this country. We got to keep them riled up. Yeah, no, it's a weird... It's too, uh, it's too bad you didn't watch the Super Bowl, though. There was a bunch of curious things, like Rihanna's halftime show. 
it was super impressive what they're able to do in terms of staging a show now it's like that man that's yeah. that sounds like a, that looks like a lot of rigging and a lot of things that could go wrong she I, i i felt she just lacked enthusiasm a bit but then somebody told me it had been years since she performed at all so maybe she really? she had the jitter so she didn't want to get too carried away why is that do you know why she didn't uh, perform for a while uh, she had a baby last year so i yeah, guess through the pregnancy the she didn't do it She didn't, you know, through the pregnancy, she wasn't pro touring and then having a baby, baby, she don't tour. And now right. she, she seems to be pregnant again, is I think the rumors I was hearing. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, so the Rihanna thing was fine. I don't want to criticize her. She's, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I think she's, she's very talented and I like her songs. <laughs> and I think she's a pretty girl. And apparently she has a, like a, a close to genius IQ. She's got like 140 really? some IQ. Apparently she's very smart. But uh, there was one commercial, and I I encourage you and the, our one listener out there somewhere, uh, I encourage them to, uh, uh, if you didn't see it during the Super Bowl, there was this Dave Grohl commercial. Um, oh, I did see the commercial, the Canadian. For Canadian uh, Club, the Canadian Club right, commercial. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, Crown so Royal, great. wasn't it? Crown Royal? Crown Royal, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Crown Royal. Um, how cool was that? And yeah, it was funny, a, cool a lot of the things that they were mentioning in the thing, I remember doing a debaters where I was debating, um, say, what's better, uh, Canada or the US or something like that. And I had to, so I started listing off all these things in my research. I discovered the garbage bag is Canadian. The egg carton is Canadian. Uh, see yeah. the small pins bowling. That's Canadian. I'm like, mm-hmm. that Canada's awesome. See insulin, uh, yeah, basketball. Insulin. I didn't know about football though. Dave Grohl said I, that we not only invented yeah. say, hockey, Uh, basketball, basketball I knew, but football, apparently football, American football, it started out as Canadian football and then they adapted it to four downs and whatever, smaller field. Yeah. I didn't know Super that cool. either. I knew basketball, but I didn't know about football. I yeah, I knew they. Very so cool. So lacrosse, yeah. basketball, hockey, and uh, football. Soccer is British. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're right. Crushed. Okay, that's the thing. It's lacrosse is Canada's national sport. Officially, yeah. Right. People there's still there's hockey. groups that try to lobby like there's groups that are trying to get the expos to come back. There's also yeah. groups that are lobbying to make hockey Canada's national sport, but Right. Guess it's Speaking of the expos, I, w- I was up in Jupiter, did a little show in Jupiter. Florida? I've been there before. Remember that? They used to practice there, right? The, is that our spring training was in Jupiter? Yeah, that's yeah, okay. they used to, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they used to practice in Jupiter, Florida. That sounds. That sounds right. But yeah, I did a show up there. That was. I was very excited. Like, ooh, the Expos used to practice here. Yeah, that was fun. My It's friend cool sent going me around a, these places now and figuring out uh, around here. My friend sent me a meme, uh, and it was when Tom Brady retired. Yeah. Tom Brady retiring meant that he he was the last uh, active athlete that was drafted by the Expos. Right, yeah, somebody told me that too. About He's a catcher. Being, I didn't yeah. know he played, he got drafted by the Expos. He got drafted by the Expos, never played, but I mean, he got drafted by the Expos. Yeah, that's so cool. I did mm. not know that. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine sent it to me, and I was like, this is not real, right? This is Photoshop? And he's like, no, no, it's real. Yeah, well, yeah. The, I think the card, like people often will send the, like his baseball card, that is Photoshopped. Okay. okay. I don't I know that know he ever was, put on the uh, uniform to cool, take a though? picture. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He's a, Just like he's um, Patrick Florida, Mahomes, I think, so? I think. Patrick Mahomes, I think, was drafted by the Yankees. Uh, John Elway was was uh, drafted by the Yankees. It's so interesting how these like athletes play all these different sports. Right? I know. Yeah. Fuck. 
Like, wasn't it think hard Russell, enough to just Russell like get Wilson? into the one you want to get in? You're just Russell like Wilson, I think, was also national draft. leagues now. Yeah, I know. Back like when Bo Jordan. Jackson and Deion Sanders playing actually played both simultaneously. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't know that. Did he? he played what baseball? Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson. They they both they played football and baseball at the same time. Wow, fuck, crazy. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, to have that athletic ability is, uh, first of all, very. you have to be insanely talented. Yeah. But then also, like, to know all those people, that to get to be like, yeah, I'm going to try, uh, throw me on a team. Let me just try playing the National League. Yeah, this. like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, greatest basketball yeah. player of all time. Yeah, fucking, how hard could baseball be? <laughs> Let's go right, give yeah. that a shot. He had a bad time, though. He didn't do too well. Uh, the other thing that's sh- shocking in sports, too, like, it's such an elite group of people that make it to these pro-level Mm-hmm. sports when there's siblings you know several siblings that are playing in the like there's three watt brothers playing in the nfl well like so how proud is that dad you know what i mean yeah definitely but i i've been hearing a lot of how the sports works here and it's kind of like hockey back home where it's very controlled it's a lot of like you gotta you're know groomed. the right people you're, your family yeah, you're has groomed to be connected yeah. you gotta have a lot of money and dedicated i, I, I talked gotta, to a guy here who's his son is apparently very good at baseball and, and he's like playing very high level, but he's like, I, I just can't afford to like keep pushing him through the ranks of what you need to do. Cause it just yeah. costs so much money. And he was telling to me, I'm like, this is a fucking racket, dude. Tell your kid to go work at the grocery store. What a waste yeah. of time. <laughs> just a fucking yeah. racket. Like it's not real. It's all, yeah, you have to be talented, <clears throat> but it's also like a lot of families get pushed. There's a lot of people that are probably way more talented that just never make it because they don't have the money to, to do it or the connections. Right. And like, I'm sure there's points hockey, where man. it's not fun. Well, well that's the thing. is it, it, It's it's not a fair process anymore, and that's what doesn't make it fun. Like, uh, you know, I had a friend in hockey that was, man, he was fucking way better than 70 80% of the team man never got on never got on dude they put him mm. on we went to go watch him he was in midget AAA when we were in high school the coach like he left high school to go live at a family live in Gatineau play on the team dude they never gave him ice time they put him on with a minute left in the game we went to go watch him in St. Catharines near you a minute left in the game the coach is like alright get out there he mm-hmm. fucking was so mad. Dude, he just bolted to the kid with the puck, nailed him. Like, I'm telling you, he was a monster player, man. Smoked him. The kid went flying like four feet into the boards, dislocated his shoulder. Oh, Everybody wanted to kill my friend just because we were like, you know, he fucking went out there and just nailed the shit at him. But he just wanted to be like, fuck you, man. You left me on the bench. This is what I could do. But still, yeah. never would get on just because mm. his family wasn't, you know, he was an English guy. His family wasn't connected. He wasn't like in that, you know, realm. And that's it. That's where you end up, man. You ended up fucking not making it. Riding the pine. Screw up yeah. in his own way. But yeah, he definitely was fucking talented to get played a lot more. But yeah, sports is uh, very competitive in the money aspect. There's a lot of money involved. And- yeah, well, uh, yeah, like hockey is definitely one of those nowadays that uh, if your kid makes it to that elite team, they're playing in tournaments, which costs the parents money, and they have to go stay in hotels it's overnight because the tournament. Yeah, let alone the equipment and just the, the yeah. ice time, the ice fees or whatever. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. That's the thing with Reese deal. with football. Football wasn't that expensive. It was pretty, it was 
pretty accessible in terms of uh, yeah but if you think about it it's because I mean again if he makes the NFL that's great but again he's more in the Canadian side the circuit yeah. in Canada so how hard is it but it was still only like $400 a year to play and they supplied the equipment other yeah, than the shoes yeah but if you shoes. make the CFL you're still probably paying $400 a year to play in the CFL right. <laughs> you don't make money yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well I mean sport like, we don't want to shit on sport altogether sport is good for kids development it's good for you know it's sport, great for sport kids is good I but really yeah, think it is it like to, the ultimate thing for kids to get like you know it builds their confidence it helps them learn how to play teamwork, work together you, you know, know being respectful and yeah it's it's a great thing, but that's why I say after a certain age, it's like okay, you gotta like move on, like keep playing it. It's fun. It's it definitely is still fun. Like you know, we play ball hockey, and how fun yeah. is that? You know, you yeah, win, you're excited. Good. You're like, yeah, we did it. We worked as a team. We did it. It's good for it's your good mind. It's good for like, your body. Uh, confidence yeah. in that. It's not a terrible thing, but the yeah. organization and the companies and the business side is where it fucking starts to fall apart. Yeah. But like do, anything, man? anything that people will enjoy, somebody's going to find a way to make it ugly make and shitty. Make money to turn yeah. it into a business where they suck yeah. all the blood out of you. <laughs> Just like the so gambling. I, I, for, again, for, our, uh, for the seven people that tune in regularly. <laughs> oh, stop acting like nobody's tuning in, man. People are uh, tuning in. I finally got my hernia fixed. I got my surgery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How did it if go, I wasn't man? So body shameful conscious i would show you my little incision but it looks it's pretty clean what it does went it good. feel like it, it just hurt for a while i mean i've had it i've had other surgeries so it felt similar to that it's like you don't make me laugh don't make me cough so as a smoker that was rough too because every cough felt like oh my god my abdomen is gonna fucking explode <laughs> but uh it was pretty quick and then like uh so the anesthesiologist, they kept me waiting, of course, like anything, any medical thing. I think it's part of the, the protocol that you just m take the, an appointment for this time, but then don't plan on seeing them until three hours later. Mm -hmm. So I get there and they send me into this room and they have to put on the hospital gown and they kept me there three hours just waiting in this hospital gown. So now I can, I'm in a gown. I can't go out for a cigarette or anything. So I was pretty proud of myself that I didn't complain. I just sat there not smoking. And then they wheeled me up to the operating room floor and uh, the anesthesiologist is the first one to come see me. And she's like, uh, okay, I'm the anesthesiologist. So, you know, we're going to put you to sleep and it's a drug that we, whatever we inject and we're going to have to uh, intubate you so that we make sure you keep breathing through the thing. And she's explaining it to me. I'm like, okay, okay. And uh, she's like, so do you, we need to know this. Like, do you smoke? Are you a smoker? I'm like, yeah. She's like, what, like a pack a day? And I'm like, yeah, but that, that sounds right. And she's like, well, I don't need to tell you that, that you really shouldn't smoke. And I'm like, no, you don't need to tell me that. I know. Fuck. Thanks, Doc, for your professional insight. I know it's not good for me. But then, stupid bitch, like literally 10 seconds before she's going to put me out, she drops me a little. Um, uh, and just so you know, the, you know, this um, anesthetic uh, whatever it's hard on the breathing and it slows down your heart yeah. and so we really recommend that you don't smoke for like two or three days after the thing and then 10 seconds later I'm like what the that's the what I went to sleep with the thought that I can't <laughs> smoke now for when I woke up bro <laughs> I had a little of those oxygen things in your nose and I still had an <laughs> IV in my arm as soon as I woke up I saw Angela was there because you need to get somebody to come pick you up yeah. So I'm like, well, Angela's here, so I guess I'm ready to go. I'm just all like, it's the moment I woke up, I'm like, I need a cigarette right now. Because <laughs> they told me I couldn't. Now I'm freaking out, pulling the oxygen out of my hand. The nurse is coming. What are you doing? Stop it. I'm like, here, take this out. <laughs> and trying to pull out my own. 
So my girlfriend has a flat tire, everybody. This is going to be a short podcast because uh, I have to go save the day. So we could end it, man. Go save her. Yeah, I got to go save her. That's terrible. We're at 50 minutes. We're good. 40 I've got something. a compressor and stuff, and I'm going to go save the day because I'm a hero. She's got a flat. Time. Is she at home or... Uh... But the, here's the thing. I just had my hernia operation, so I'm going to go help her, but I'm just going to tell her what to do. I'm like, what okay, you have to take the tire off here, pick this tire up. <laughs> I can't lift things. Here you go, so sorry, sweetheart. Babe. Here's the feminist movement for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw her a wrench and walk away. <laughs> yeah, bring her the tire iron and like get to twisting. <laughs> Daddy's got stitches. Pull up a chair, light up a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That would be funny if I brought like a little fucking lawn chair. I'm like, all right, I'm here to help. <laughs> First, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be patronizing here, but I'm just trying to let you know how to change a flat tire. Yeah, yeah. That's great, oh, man. Shit. All right, buddy, go save the day. We'll, we'll I do will. this again Thank next you, buddy. Week. Thanks for your understanding, everybody. But, you know, 47 minutes is all right. That's all right. We'll do it again next week, man. We'll See do it you again later, next buddy. week. Peace, buddy. Cheers. Cheers.